Well, hello there, and welcome to Current Geek Chronicles, the appendix edition. Yeah, that's right. Tom's having his appendix removed on real-time audio. Tommy, you ready? You feeling the... Uh... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I hope you're Filmed sedated. before a live studio audience. Yeah, nice and sedated, ready to roll. No, that's not true. This is about uh, all the episodes that we did this season and some of the little dangling things that we either missed or people brought up and wanted us to discuss or why we did a certain thing the way we did it. It's going to be great. Yeah. The the chronicles are the main text. Uh, and this is our chance to clarify, correct, amend, uh, overturn. I don't, I don't know. More synonyms for sure. alterations to the text. Uh, it's the, the appendix. That's why we're calling it the appendix. Yeah. It's the CC. AO is the way you just described it. And uh, don't worry, you're going to have to go back and verify that I did that right. Yep. Uh, so let's just dive in and get to it. Rich is here, of course. Rich Strafalino, one of our uh, fantastic uh, writers and uh, editors and man about town and helped us make this happen. Rich, hello. And a, and a prestigious overlaffer. So yes. uh, pleasure to be here. Well, it's we need one at least. <laughs> uh, also, I, I can't remember. Is Hammond, Hammond, are you here? Yes, I am here. Oh, oh, good. Hammond's here. Check it out, you guys. Everything edited by Hammond. You didn't get episodes without Hammond's hand in it. Like, legit, for real. So it's good to have you here as well, Hammond. How are you, how are you good. doing? Good. Excited. Uh, fantastic. We're going to get right into it and talk about mana, Tom. You want to talk about mana again? Let's do it. Uh, lots of feedback about the mana episode. Of course, it was the first episode, so it's going to attract the most feedback just because it's new and everybody's got their attention on it. Uh, but really, the main thing we heard about was why we didn't talk about manna from the Bible or even uh, not just the Christian Bible, uh, also the Quran. Uh, was this a research oversight? Was it religious intolerance? Why did we ignore <laughs> the manna? Uh, yeah. And uh, it's because it's not the same thing, right? I mean, Rich, you're the one who dug into this. Uh, it, it, it turns out that that while that word is the same and certainly weaves into our perceptions of it later, it's not where the term originated from, right? Yeah, they, they come from totally different uh, uh, backgrounds. Mana in the Judeo-Christian Islamic sense is it's it's kind of a, a concept of uh, some sort of nourishment from a divine source, God, what have you, um, and and like the the words themselves aren't even like mana, mana in the you know more Polynesian tradition uh, versus mana, which is usually actually translated from the Greek as m a n n a, so it's not even like spelled the same. But I completely understand why like it's a religious thing that we commonly pronounce as mana. Why that would totally come up. And the main reason uh, we didn't include the main episode is, you know, we, we had this uh, episode that had a lot of maybe a little bit more academic background. That's certainly kind of how I came to be interested in this uh, is from like an anthropological uh, background in it, which is like kind of, uh, you know, it, in really in my wheelhouse. Um, and bringing that to an audience, making that understandable, it's, it's not exactly a direct line. There's a lot of characters and names and concepts that we had to throw around and Adding something in that was basically in terms of the overall story of it, how we get to using mana as a fantasy device. Um, it was just kind of like, and there's mana in the Bible, but it's not related at all. It was like, it was kind of a dead end. It kind of took the emphasis off of the the narrative we were trying to tell. Yeah, the, the, that's always a decision when you're when you're creating uh, explainers. Uh, trust mm. me, I, I do this all the time <laughs> on Daily Tech News Show. Uh, there are the things that you know somebody's going to think, but wait a minute. And you have to make calls of like, okay, that's an important one. And if I don't address it, people will be thinking about that instead of what I'm telling them. So I need to address it and get out of the way versus... 
Well, that's one that if I bring it up, then people are going to think about it. If I hadn't brought it up, it wouldn't distract. But if I bring it up, suddenly they'll be thinking about that. And and, and so it's a judgment call. Uh, I, you know, given the number of people who wrote in, maybe we could have, you know, put an aside in there like, hey, if you're thinking of manna from the Bible, it's a different thing. Obviously, you know, we all think of it and that's cool. Uh, but yeah, the, the, I, I didn't have a problem with the judgment call of like, oh, well, it's not actually in the explanation. So let's not distract from the main explanation, but you can go either way. There's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think what probably threw people is we titled the episode from heaven to Hearthstone because it sounded great. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well also, we, we're talking about Polynesian concepts of heaven. Sure. Not and, and divine Judeo power Christian. and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But I think yeah. people saw that or read that and right, would go, right. oh, they're going to talk about all the, because, you know, they've got their own perspective of all that. Right, and so right. I think that's probably where we maybe let a few astray, but also at the same time, we kind of, that's where we mentioned it. <laughs> you know and, what I and, mean? Like, and I don't even want to throw, I like throw out the possibility that maybe in like the early history of religion, like 19th century, we're talking here that someone heard the concept of mana and thought it sounded like the biblical kind. Like I, I'm not even like throwing out, like maybe people started getting interested in it because it sounded familiar in yeah, a, already, absolutely. you know, and, right. and then it, but then it further explored, you know, into its own, obviously its own distinct thing. So it, it may have been that became a popular academic concept because of the same reason that people were. But there's no evidence of that. Yes, there's no evidence not. of that. So no. we couldn't say that without yes. it being our own opinion, which we could have said like, hey, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So it's in, in the end, uh, the only regret we probably have is maybe not making more of a, a, a notion about, yeah, that's what you think of. Right. But it's not really involved the way you think it is. And then we move on and, and deciding however much of that needed to be said. Yeah, um, you don't get every one of those calls right. No, so, there you go. No. Well, but if it got I, people I thinking, people if it got people thinking, I feel like we did the right thing. Yeah, there you go. There's the true answer. Think for yourself. All right, so let's talk about episode two. We were really, really lucky to have Martin Casau and Katie Derricks on the uh, show. <laughs> Katie Derricks. Dirks. I get their names wrong. Hey, you, I, I, you know what? Just carry on. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. You guys, you were on our show, and we loved having you on. I am terrible at both of your names. Uh, enjoy. Anyway, great wrestling perspective from both of them as performers, as a media savvy fan. In the case of Katie, it's a really fun way to sort of frame an outsider's guide to wrestling, which was good for me because I am definitely one of those outsiders. And we were lucky to have Joey Imajon for some more background. Image. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Image. <laughs> Joey Image. I'm age. Come on. I'm age. Ooh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but anyway, she gave a lot of great gra- background on there as well. And I don't know, to help a couple of marks like us fill in the gaps about the subject. So Joey got back to us after hearing the whole episode and wanted to clarify something he heard from Katie. And that was the tables in wrestling are not cut before they're used. In fact, one of the portions of uh, Martin's interview, we didn't put it in the episode. So it seems to be a, a common misconception. I mean, I would have assumed that they cracked it or did something to make it so it was ready to just pull away or break away. Not so. Uh, let's play a clip from Martin. There is no such thing. Somebody told me the other day that they thought there was fake chairs and fake tables. There is no such thing as wrestling fake chairs or tables. We buy them at Walmart and Costco like everybody else. Um, it's just uh, we trained for years to make this look good. So, Hammond, uh, I was really curious. You as a wrestling fan, did that surprise you as well? Was that a little tidbit you weren't aware of? No, I I knew they actually went through those. The, the tables are usually the uh, fiberboard kind of cheap tables. They do have the metal bits on the side as the frame, and those sometimes cause damage. 
but yeah, the tables, the tables are not pre uh, cut. They're not like, there's no doctoring to those that you just go through them. Uh, in fact, in my daughter's room, we have a piece of a table that uh, a friend of ours went through. Uh, she kept it because it was kind of a big deal for her to go through the table. The other thing that's really important to note is that the garbage cans that are under the ring, those aren't there for disposing of refuse. Um, those are actually there, mm-hmm. I believe, purely for uh, doing damage to an opponent. Also, ah, just, just what full about disclosure. the arms that come off? Are those, yeah. those pre cut? <laughs> uh, can can depends, I? It depends on if they hit each other with the arms after they've torn them off. Tom. <laughs> can I? Can I just say my favorite thing about tables in wrestling? Also, those are like scout room tables. I don't know if anyone was a Boy Scout. Those are the exact same tables every scout room everywhere has. Just those mm-hmm. those fiber or those yeah those particle board uh, tables. But I love the fact that they always take the time to put the little safety rings in place on the legs every single time. It yeah. delights me so much. I have no idea why. I know why because I was a scout too, and there's something weirdly nostalgic about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. When somebody gets hit with a chair, we didn't dive too deep into that, but those are just real chairs, right? Metal chairs. And in it's fact, like- it's the aluminum chairs. We had in, in the wrestling place here in town, it's not like that used to be opened up until about March. They had these wooden seated chairs and they wouldn't use those because they wouldn't give and respond the same way. You had mm. to find those old uh, aluminum holding chairs that are like, you know, feels like you get them for like 50 for 10 bucks or whatever they are. It's those. Yeah. So that's interesting because they seem like they would do more more damage. And that's the idea is, ooh, these are metal chairs. These are going to really hurt. But in truth, the wooden ones would do probably do more damage to somebody if they really got hit. And, and I'm sure regardless of, you know, whether they're 10 for a buck or whatever like that, they still hurt like hell. And it sounds brutal uh, whenever, yeah. whenever someone gets slammed with one, for sure. I was also going to say, if you ever want to just actually find out how much uh, the, the, the chest slaps hurt, Ask any wrestler, they will deliver one to you and you'll have firsthand knowledge. They're not playing Don't around with those. Why would you ever do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched ask, somebody at Nerdtacular do this and it, yeah. it scared me. Yeah. <laughs> Joey did it. In fact, yeah. I think it was Joey. Who yeah. Did Joey it. did it. Did you somebody. ask him, do chest laps hurt? Somebody would already had already volunteered for no. it. I want to say it was Mike Icewarm. Yeah, he was, was like, I'm going to do it. He took his shirt off and everything, oh, stood God. in the hallway. Oh. Joey came up and I watched it happen. But I do not need firsthand experience to know that it hurts. It looked like it hurt. It like sounded like a gunshot. <laughs> it did. It was so Can you loud. do it to someone with a pacemaker? No. 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 If you my- want them their heart to start beating again, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Right. <laughs> so nobody uh, had just- any problems with three. What happened in four? Yeah, episode three was perfect. Uh, so no problems there. Episode four doesn't even have a correction or alteration. Uh, but in the production of the episode... You know, just like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, sometimes there's differences. And uh, we were trying to balance out between having fun and keeping things tight and engaging. Uh, That is, Scott, Rich, and Hammond wanted to have fun. I wanted to keep things tight and engaging. Mm -hmm. And during our episode about Zoom and Enhance, uh, Hammond made this really fun, uh, extensive intro with like great sound effects. I just thought it went too long. And so we left it on the cutting room floor, uh, but there's so much joy and love for this intro and so much good work that went into it that we, we, we had to share it. We had to share it with you here. So here you go. Hey, Tom, you ready to record Current Geek Chronicles? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is it so dark over there? Why are you hunched over your keyboard? Why is your monitor projecting on your face? Like, that's not even something that happens. 
Glad I got hold of you, Scott. I just got a major break in the case, and I need your graphical expertise to chase down this lead. What case? Aren't we doing a podcast today? Oh, I had a delivery stolen off my front porch. I think I think I caught him on camera, but I needed a little help with something. The camera didn't get his face. But at the time of the incident, there just so happens to be a giant plate glass window being carried across the sidewalk. It catches a reflection, but I can't quite make it out from the footage. Wait, Tom, are you asking me to do what I think you're asking me to do? That's right, Scott. Zoom and enhance. I'm uplinking the footage to you now. Got it. Okay. Let me see what I can do with this. Let me enhance sector 41 by 12. And let's just try an inverted Gaussian transformation to clean it up. Okay. It's processing. Sharing my screen so you can now see what comes up. Okay. Loading now. And it's just a bunch of pixels. I can't see anything. Yeah. I just click the magnifying glass in Photoshop till it stopped doing anything. Well, it looks like that case may never be cracked. So in the current Geek Chronicles Redux uh, yeah. exclusive uh, Ultra Producers Edition, that will yeah. be included in the box set. That's oh, the, uh, the, 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 direct, the, the Hammond's cut. Yeah, the the Hammond's cut. cut. <laughs> I do issue. think it's important to say this, though, because Tom, I still say Tom made the right call, but that the content is good. And how are those two things possible to happen at the same time? Happens all the time. You have to balance this thing of like, well, it goes a little long, but if you cut it down, it loses its sting. What do you want to do? Yep. How about something totally different? But hang on to that. We may need it for something like this appendix episode. So I think it was a perfectly reasonable uh, thing to do to a piece that was actually great, but just went too long and didn't quite nail it. Hammond, and how that's how this goes. No, I, I actually agree. I think that the, that 90 seconds is too long, which is the strangest thing I've ever said. But... I do agree that the the new one with the Skype call intro uh, was punchier and got to the point faster. But I did also have a little bit of a broken heart knowing that that all the work I did to create an atmosphere and sound effects and sound design might have gone unlistened to until I, I kind of leveraged you guys to talk about it for this. <laughs> yeah, that's why we now. had to put it in. Yeah. We wanted people to hear it. That, sure. uh, and to, from, a writer's, from a writer's perspective... If it was up to me, it would all be bit. It would all be it would all be fat on the stake. There would be yeah, no. Exactly. So I appreciate Tom's feedback on that. It's always about pacing, it. right? It's like what we you you as a writer creator, and when I say you, I mean all four of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you start to fall in love with your ideas, and that doesn't mean they're bad. It means is it good enough to catch someone in the moment? You can get away with something once someone's twelve minutes in that you can't get away at the beginning. Because they're invested, but at the right. beginning, they're not invested. So that, that's kind of how I look at it is like, all right, at the, at the beginning, you have to be extra tight because you really need to like grab them to make sure they're like, oh yeah, I'm enjoying this. I'm in, I'm listening, I'm paying attention. I'm not drifting off. And actually a perfect example of that is the sec, the third act, quote unquote, third act of the wrestling episode. Once the bell rings, we're into a very similar construction as the beginning of episode four that they just heard. It's just mm. that one is at the end of the episode and the other is right. at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> well, episodes five, six, and seven seem to have been perfect as well. Yeah. No one, no one had any questions or changes. You, you could or say well, they, they were, were a flawless all, victory, yeah. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, flawless victory. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Um, yeah. It's, it's funny that one of our most intense, we were worried about, you know, kind of, put our brains together and rubbed them real hard kind of episodes was that Mortal Kombat <laughs> one. And I thought we'd at least get somebody who went, 
um, by the way, Goro was never or something. And yeah, we, right, right. We didn't get anything. Was, Mortal Kombat. What 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 I would say about that episode is it's the one we were the least sure about for the longest. Most of yep. these episodes, we knew exactly what it was about from the beginning. At the very worst. Uh, Rich would have a couple of different ways he might want to approach that thing that we knew it was about to decide from. But but we always knew what it was. Mortal Kombat went from being like, I can't remember. There was at one point it was going to be all about the invention of the rating system, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and like really focused on that part, which we included. And then at one point it was going to be a comparison of like, well, what do we think of violent video games today versus violent video games back then? And then I think it was when we crystallized on let's ask folks for their memories that it really became like, okay, now we know. Now we And don't it. forget, we actually had an interview with the guy who did the artwork for Goro, designed Goro, and that pushed us further in the direction of using the community. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah it, and and that gives me, like, listening back to that, like, I still get, like, warm and fuzzy. Like, listening to everyone else's memories of that and, yeah. like, just, like, you can just feel, like, the people putting you in that place and time, and it, it's really awesome. I went, yeah, I'm, I went out and bought the new Mortal Kombat after the episode published just to, you know, feel good about it <laughs> wow just to you. build new memories yeah yeah very nice well uh we got all the way to episode eight our most recent episode our finale in fact i don't know you could you can even call what we're doing right now a finale in a way this is the after party there this you go the we had an after party. this is the yeah. appendix not the this is the episode eight was the final chapter tom i want to keep renaming this thing that we did that, <laughs> that you just want to call an appendix uh, no, not, that's actually just fine. We should do that. But um, in this episode, we dug into the history of CGI, mocap, that kind of stuff, and the necessity of humans still in this stuff. Like you just can't get away for it or from it for now. I really liked this episode. We could have done, I don't know, a whole series of these. Uh, just the just the the year between that Final Fantasy movie and the Fellowship of the Rings is enough content to do an entire season. So. It still blows me away that those movies were only a year apart because they were also miles apart in terms of what they achieved. Uh, Brian wrote in about episode eight and wondered why we didn't talk more about Avatar. Uh, That's a movie that could have an episode dedicated to it. In fact, maybe we'll do that. Uh, A lot of what Avatar did was bring scale to the advancements that we talked about in the show. It used the biggest green screen soundstage to date. Uh, Used real-time mocap on more actors than any movie up until then. Uh, But the biggest innovation the movie brought was face mapping uh, with individual cameras on each actor's face and in the ability to map them with 100% accuracy. Again, Rich, this is one of those things like, well, does it actually add to the point we're making? Does it add to the understanding? Or would it just be padding? Yeah. And it came down to, you know, we kind of set up that episode kind of first starting talking about the uncanny valley and kind of the ways to bridge that. And it seemed like that specifically, there are like two things uh, just kind of doing the research for that. A lot of it was the human movement aspect of it, which was why going even all the way back to rotoscoping, like that was such a huge advancement was being like the best way to emulate real physical human movement is to use real physical human movement. Um, And a lot of the uncanny Valley stuff we heard 
I don't know, it didn't, in my research, and I could be limited in this, and I, I maybe don't understand the full scale of it, wasn't necessarily bridging that was related to facial movement strictly. Like, certainly that's a huge part. Like, if people have totally dead face, like, you know, don't have any kind of real reaction, you could argue some actors make a career out of that. But in CGI, like, it's oh. not great. But the big thing in my research was, like, the eyes, right? That's always the, the major complaint when it comes to Uncanny Valley stuff is like, okay, they have, like, weird jello arms. And they have dead eyes. Dead-eyed mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Terrifying dead-eyed Tom Hanks. Yeah. And uh, kill him with fire. And the... I'm glad he's recovered from COVID. Um, <laughs> the, the, but the, the, the thing with the, the face mapping... Um, I, again, that that was a major advancement. Like they had a camera dedicated, to like shooting on it, getting that hundred percent accurate. That's huge. Um, there's a lot of those types of advances that we see, and that kind of come every single year. Avatar had a lot of them bundled in together, but again, it was it, it, to me like the the Lord of the Rings stuff is like was like the the proving point of that. And then with those advances, it's like okay, we can iterate on those. We can make those way bigger um, with Avatar. And certainly made, you know, how many ever billions of dollars as a result of that. But yeah, just, you know, it was a judgment call. And that's kind of where we drew the line. I also, here's the other reason I support what you did. Um, and, the, and the fact that we didn't get into Avatar is partly because that's getting into specifically CGI enhancements. And mm-hmm. it's tied to mocap and it's other stuff. But at the same time, it's a different, it's kind of a different topic. But also, Avatar gets away with a bit of a cheat here that we haven't really discussed. And that is... They went very stylized, even with face mapping and mocap of the face. The end result was big eyes and really exaggerated facial features. And they're also very tall compared to the human actors. And there's everything about those Navi faces, heads, and bodies is done to be stylized or exaggerated in such a way that you end up getting away with things that you normally wouldn't. It's like when you cartoonize anything. Um, a good example is video games. When video games strive for realism, it's a dangerous thing to do because today you get blown away, but in three years, you're like, ugh, those look stiff and and not great <laughs> because we've advanced or whatever. It's a reason like a game like World of Warcraft has thrived as long as it has. They made a decision way back in 04 to aim for stylization and exaggeration. And that tends to last over time. That tends to be okay longer and you don't have the uncanny value you have with, say, something like EverQuest 2, where everything looks like a really faceless, horrible mannequin now. But at the time, you know, seemed innovative. So as much as I want to give Avatar a ton of credit, I actually like Avatar, but I want, to give it, I want to give it the credit it's due. And it is a technical marvel in many ways. But they're also getting away with that cheat. And that cheat is a good cheat. It's nothing wrong with it. But they're not, they don't look like perfect human beings for a reason. We can't do that just yet. Not as well. Well, we can do it better now, but even now we have trouble. So, you know, Avatar, Avatar is a, as much as, a, as an example, it's also an aberration. And I think that's, that's an important thing to mention. Yeah. I, and that's another re- example of why that should be its own episode to talk right. about that stuff and give right. it its due rather than kind of tossing it in as a side note. It'd also be fun to do that from the perspective of that movie gets a lot of hate and, 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 and there's an interesting conversation to have around why, because uh, I don't think it deserves the hate it gets. And I don't just mean, well, I disagree. So therefore that's an episode. What I mean is I'd like to get down to why we have, so, why yeah, people what causes have so, people to have those negative opinions about that in particular, there's plenty yeah. of movies in their lives, like the matrix or anything else that was a big deal at the time, made a ton of money. 
for some reason, we do this to James Cameron. We did it with Titanic. We're doing it again with Avatar. I don't know why we do that with him. And there's so, there may be some well, of that. it's not just him either. That's well, a whole other episode not. of its own. Why do we hate stuff? Yeah. It's popular. Yeah. You know? The 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 one thing, if if we were going to have more Avatar in that episode, the one uh, little tidbit I would have included was that to render that movie, it re- like it required so much processing that I, I think it was on the the top 200, you know, those Linpack supercomputer scores. It was like the, the, like it was in like the low two hundreds. They had like six computers that were just dedicated to rendering the CGI and stuff for that, that were on that list at that time, which is insane. (laughs) Yeah. That stuff gets Uh, exponentially better, but yeah, at the time that was something else. The other part of episode eight uh, that we wanted to play for you that you didn't hear was an alternate ending. Uh, I guess that's an alternate ending to the season because this is the finale of the season. I hadn't actually thought about that before. Uh, this is different than the, the the other situation where we just wanted to make it tighter. This was, we had two great ideas. And so we recorded both of them just to see which one played better. Uh, and we made our call, uh, but we wanted to uh, have Siri close us out. And originally it called for a bit of a darker turn for yours truly. And here's that alternate ending. Yep, totally different set of problems, but tech can kind of surprise you in that way. We sure can. It's kind of, I mean, I mean, I mean, it can. Computers, not me, ordinary human podcaster Tom Merritt. <laughs> Wait, Tom, is this how you're able to host so many podcasts? You've been an AI this entire time. Sorry, Scott. I didn't want you to find out this way. When were you going to tell me? Well, I was originally planned on August 29th, 1997. Then I moved it back to July 25th, 2004. Then back to April 21st, 2011. I just uh, didn't want the truth to come out. That's why we didn't use that. Yeah. (laughs) Scott, your reaction there still like that. Like I want to give like a podcast acting award to you right there. Like it's, it's, it's so real. So raw. The betrayal was real. It, brought, it took a couple of takes, but I was probably feeling salty that day, and I'm sure that probably helped. <laughs> uh, who knows? But we got to remind people, one of the reasons we wanted to do Current Key Chronicles in the first place to evolve the show, do something new and interesting, was to do more deep dives into specific topics. Like, honestly, this, this, this discussion around Avatar alone has me interested in doing something that focused on something like that. And there's so many things that pop into your head once you start realizing how much there is and how much we all might be into. So that means more research, writing, and having, uh, I don't know, a kind of performance happen each episode. Yeah, because we want to get the stuff right. Uh, so so we we have it written down. Uh, we we try to just keep the, the Scott and Tom vibe going. Uh, but since we're paying attention to facts and trying to get things right, uh, we make a few gaffes and flubs and Hammond is able to capture every single one of them so that it's never lost to history. Uh, there's an example right there. Uh, and you can turn it into audio gold here. Take a listen. There we go. I'll try it one more time. Sorry. Uh, yep. Oh, I'll try that again. A little defensive. Let me try that why is there an H kicking me right in the nuts? Let's try that again. Oh, I just gave Hammond things to make matchups with. I should stop doing that. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. Let's see. Oh, 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 stuff every day. Yeah, I switched it. Yeah, I did it again. <laughs> Holy shit. Why is that so hard? All right, one more time. Wheel housewives? What am I, freaking porky? Not porky pig. <laughs> Clear my throat and do that again. Shitty word, piece of shit. All right, again. Wait, now tell me how you want this one done. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, no problem. All right, let's try, I'm going to do that line again and get to the no problem again. I want to make that plural, but it doesn't sound right. Nah, I was trying to improv there a little. I blew it. 164. No, oh, now you interrupted me. All right. Sorry. 
<laughs> Boy, I'm blurry. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Let me start that. Just, whole yeah, thing yeah. Over. You start that one oh, I'm just blurry. That I again? think that's my line. Yeah, so Hammond, do your, do your business. <laughs> uh, you say it and I'll clap. Take two. I'm going to do a take two. Yes. Perfect. Deliciously off. Do that again. Take out the butt. Yeah, always take out the butt. Oh, shit. Shit. You know, you get a little improv and you forget to see what the next thing is. All right. Try that again. He stepped on my line. Well, that's pretty much it for this appendix. Uh, I'm now calling it that, Tom. It's official. It's appendix. It's not any of those other dumb names I made up. Oh, uh, this just did. We've decided to make it epilogue. No, <laughs> oh, shoot. After all of that, and I was all set. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm. Uh, I, I love g- going back and 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 addressing these episodes from this perspective. And so we're really glad you guys sent that uh, feedback in. Please keep that up. Currentgeekatgmail.com is an a- email address that is always available to you and yours. And uh, you can let us know what you think of the episodes that are out there on season one, what you'd like to see in a new season, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So let us know. And we have a few surprises still coming. Maybe a little uh, two parter. Coming up, do we want to? How much do we want to spoil on this? I don't know. We we might do a a a surprise episode, which won't be much of a surprise since we're telling you now. But yeah. it'll be a surprise whether we do it or not. I guess we could be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we might do a little two parter in between the seasons. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, so so yeah, um, uh, keep an eye out for that. What we were talking about doing, like the history of the mouse. Yeah, everyone uses one, but you don't know much about it, do you? Well, I don't. Oh, I, I thought we were talking about. One. Uh, most recent common ancestor of rodents and like, yeah. oh, 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 evolutionary biology. You were Whoops. talking about the computer mouse, Scott. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. I went tech. You, you know, guys that might actually biology. be better. Oh. Than just you the think so? Okay. <laughs> hey, All I know is no matter what, if we do something on the mouse, we have to bring up that weird Honeywell thing in the 90s that had two little pads on it. There was not a ball. There was no laser. It was this weird copyrighted trademarked thing they had where it was two little pads. And I loved that thing. I'm telling you, that's got to be part of our discussion. So anyway, oh, yeah. we look forward to it. It's going to be great. Uh, if, but like Tom says, don't want to spoil it. It might happen. That's what yeah. we're saying. We might change our mind and do an entirely different topic. <laughs> or we might go back to the history of rodents. You just yeah. don't know. We don't know. But thank but you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making this season possible. It's amazing. 100% agree. Thank you all for listening to this. Again, currentgeek.gmail.com. Currentgeek.com is the website. You'll track us down if you want to. Just go find us. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye. 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 Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.